You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Uh, I just think the transfer portal is giving a lot of the young kids uh, uh, a way to opt out of this thing. It's not doing any of them any, any good, really, to be honest with you. Um, that's just across the country just looking at it. A lot of them are young. Uh, a lot of the kids are young. They're freshmen. 2020 doesn't help it, you know. With, you know, being quarantine stage and the rules and all that doesn't help it. The toughness part of it, sticking through it, the toughness is being a freshman. Everybody's been a freshman, you know, at some point. So it is tough. You know, 2020 and, you know, the things that we have overcome so far in 2020 has been just an added piece to it. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, final segment here as we bring in Nate Klaus says it's been a 2020 and you heard Travis Fisher reflect on that more as he's felt it as much as anybody as far as losing five Florida recruits that were true freshmen in the program and uh, just the challenges. And we're, we're not even into the one-time transfer rule kicking in. Um, so we know this is just the start of things and bring in Nate Klaus. Nate, what were your thoughts as kind of hearing Travis Fisher there uh, reflect on kind of everything that they've dealt with this year on some of these freshman kids? Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more with what he's saying. It's It's been, this is by far and away been the strangest year, strangest recruiting cycle. I mean, everything for, for pretty much everybody. But, um, you know, I can't recall a, a recruiting cycle or, or a year of football season where, a coaching staff has the deck stacked against them, you know, more than what coaches do this year. And, you know, I heard Fisher mention, you know, it's, everyone's been a freshman be- before and every freshman goes through a rough patch and, and, uh, you know, and this year more so than ever. And, and I do think that with the transfer portal, it does make it a little easier for these guys to kind of throw the towel in and say, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm over this. I, I want to try my luck somewhere else or, or do something different. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's, that's a big reason why we've seen a, a lot of kids kind of, uh, uh, opt out and, and go ahead and transfer. And especially with the Florida guys, I, I think that, you know, when, when you come in, um, you know, as a recruit and especially when you're, you know, one of four or five kids from the same state or same area and, you know, one, one leaves and then another leaves. I think it, it makes it a little easier to kind of follow the leader, um, you know, and, and go ahead and, and do the same thing. And so that's part of the reason why I believe that, that Nebraska has kind of had some bad luck with, with some of these Florida kids because all it took was one and it was kind of a domino effect for, for some others to make it a little easier to, to leave. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we talk recruiting, Nate, and it's hard to believe – Signing day is in a few days, and 95% of Nebraska's recruits will probably be signing um, for, for the class. And they picked up their latest commit, Raekwon Buckley, uh, head-to-head win over Mel Tucker in Michigan State. Your thoughts on the latest one? And they did lose Patrick Payton as well, but I think we kind of saw that one coming for months. I think the bigger surprise was it took this long. Yeah, I think that was the, the biggest surprise, um, you know, was that it took this long and, and kind of how he did it, you know, it was a little strange when, uh, you know, you don't you don't see commits go ahead and, and announce their decommitment <laughs> uh, to the team that they had been committed to while they're they're actually playing a football game. But that's how Patrick Payton decided to do it last Saturday. Um, you know, the Huskers go on to beat Purdue and then, 
they uh, you know they pick up a, a commitment from Ruquan Buckley. But um, yeah, as far as Peyton goes, I, I think that it was going to be a major shock if Nebraska was going to be able to hold on to him because uh, there had been some smoke about him, uh, you know, being involved with some other teams or, or other teams going after him, which makes total sense because he's a terrific player. But um, you know, it was, it was uh, you know a little bit of a surprise how long he waited to go ahead and, and make the flip and. Um, you know, he wasted no time in committing to Florida State. Uh, but you mentioned Buckley, who, who committed later on that, that same day, and, and that was a major win. I mean, they needed – Nebraska needed to, to shore up a few more um, holes on that defensive line in this recruiting class. And he's a kid that they've been on for, you know, over a year now. And I think, you know, there's two major reasons why they were able to, to go into Michigan and pull him out of there uh, over Michigan State and a handful of others and – and one was because they were actually able to get him on campus for their very first junior day last January. And and they also, you know, they'd recruited him as a defensive end from the get-go, where there were some other teams that liked him um, and think that he would, would have grown into a, a super athletic offensive tackle. There were some other teams that recruited him you know, as an athlete and said that he could play on either side of the football. Uh, but Nebraska liked him as a D-end from the get-go, and um, you know, at six five, six six, two hundred eighty pounds, uh, I, I think he fits exactly what they were looking for at the position. So that was a really good addition to this recruiting class. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we talk recruiting with Nate Klaus. Now, with that said, Nate, we're closing in on signing day. Um, a few things to watch: Tia Savea put Nebraska in his final three. A lot of us have him going to Nebraska. What else are you looking for here in these final days? Yeah, you know, I, I think that's that's the big one is, is Tia Savea. You know, what what does he do? Um, you know, it, it's it's been a strange recruitment with him because uh, he's gotten completely silent for the most part since the the end of August when he announced that he was shutting down his recruitment um, and that he wouldn't be you know wouldn't be doing really any interviews or uh, really wouldn't be entertaining any new offers or anything like that. And for a for a four star commit to to or for a four star player to to do that and to not announce a commitment to anyone is you know I don't know if I've ever seen that before so so that was kind of bizarre but you know I know Tony Tuioti's had a great relationship with him from the from the get go uh, Nebraska is is right there um, obviously as one of his leaders now that he's released the top three heading into signing day and um, you know and, and my money's on. Nebraska being able to pull him out of Las Vegas and, um, you know, and add another Polynesian, um, you know, signee under Tony Tuioti. So, um, you know, and I think obviously that would be a tremendous pickup and a tremendous addition to the the defensive line class if he's able to, to go ahead and, and get that done uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, what else are you expecting, Nate? I mean, no one's been able to come to campus. Coaches aren't on the road. I mean, it's, it's bizarre. We're going to hear from Scott Frost on Wednesday on a Zoom deal, um, more than likely, but it's just it's such an odd thing as we get ready to see this class sign, and a lot of these guys have barely been able to even visit Lincoln. Yeah, well, and that's the thing about it is, you know, usually in the days leading up to signing day, you've got a pretty good idea of, of you know, how things are going to go, um, you know, what, what players out there are going to – uh, make an announcement and, and where you know where that might where what school that might end up being 
Um, you know, and, and there are, I mean, there's still a few holes left in this class. Even if, even if Nebraska does get Tia Savea, um, you know, they, they still need another linebacker. They still need probably another defensive back, uh, at least, uh, in the class going forward and, and maybe even two linebackers, um, you know, an inside and an outside guy now that Patrick Payton, um, is off the board. Uh, Deontay Anderson is a, is a Florida outside linebacker that is, uh, that is kind of in the mix. Uh, I know Nebraska is one of his finalists, although I wouldn't necessarily, you know, get your hopes up for him if you're you know, a Husker recruiting junkie, paying attention to, to who, to who stands. Um, you know, there's, there's a, another deep lineman out of Hawaii, um, you know, Zen Sotelo. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, he's come out and said that Nebraska is his leader heading into signing day. So that could be, you know, another surprise, um, you know, commitment possibly that Tony Tuioti pulls off on, on Wednesday. But, um, you know, can Nebraska pull a, pull a late flip on Avante Dickerson? You know, that's something to, to kind of maybe pay attention to. But other than that, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, I would, totally wouldn't be surprised if something completely out of left field happens. But on the other hand, I also wouldn't be surprised if, if it remains kind of status quo uh, right now and, and maybe there's just a, you know, one or two remaining targets heading into to February because there have been a handful of players that said, you know what, um, I'm going to ride this thing all the way out to February because I haven't been able to take any visits and I still want to continue uh, to go through the process. And, Nate, well over half these guys will be here in January. I know uh, A.J. Rollins and Kobe Bretts aren't early enrollees, but after that, a lot of them are, right? Yeah, pretty much. You know, the, the remainder of the recruiting class uh, is, is going to be um, or, or can be eligible to, to early enroll. Um, you know, last time I connected and touched base with all those guys, um, you know, it was it was going to be uh, 16. I know Ruquan Buckley is going to be an early enrollee, so that's possibly as many as 17 early enrollees, which would by far and away be the most that that uh, Nebraska's ever had since you know er- becoming an early enrollee really started to to be popular to do. Um, you know, and I think it will probably won't be quite 17, but uh, I think that number could very well reach uh, you know 15 or so. Um, I do expect the pretty much everybody in the class to sign on Wednesday, though, which uh, regardless of whether or not they're coming in early, I think that's that's what you want to see if you're a Nebraska coach or, or a Nebraska fan is, is for everybody to, to go ahead and sign and, and to end the recruitment. Well, lots to keep up on. Um, Robin and I will have you covered on Saturday as Nebraska plays Minnesota, but signing day around the corner as Mike, Brian, and Nate We'll keep you up to date as signing day is just a few days away. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 